Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of 929, a podcast from Fiverr.com. The show where I have a conversation with a leader in their field in just nine minutes and 29 seconds. The perfect amount of time to ingest their words of wisdom. On this week's episode, I'm speaking with Dale Vince, the founder of Ecotricity, chairman of Forest Green Rovers Football Club and a leading voice in the green energy industry. You know, I'm still learning, exploring, having adventures and um, trying to change the world. Today, he is sharing his reflections on why customers demand more environmental awareness from businesses. Now is not the time to start a business that does not respect the environment. But as we only have nine minutes and 29 seconds, let's crack on. And not only am I talking to an esteemed expert when it comes to the environment, I myself, Dale, have got a bit of track record when it comes to the environment. Because in 1997, I won Young Environmentalists of the Year runner-up. And I was given uh, a certificate by Bob Holness. Oh, cool. I've never heard of him. What does he do? Bob Holness? Yeah. Bob Holness, he was the um, presenter of Blockbusters. Oh, okay. I've lived without a telly most of my life, so... Ah, yeah, he was a presenter of Blockbusters. Basically, I wrote a a comic strip envisaging a world where everybody was living underwater and then they discovered land and then they they were going to make sure they treated the land properly so they don't live underwater anymore. (laughs) Nice. So look, uh, before we get into it, why don't you tell us who you are and what you do? Yeah, well, my name's Dale Vince. I'm founder of Ecotricity. Uh, We were the world's first green energy company back in the mid-90s. I've been pursuing sustainability through the medium of business since around about then, actually. Um, We broadened our mission from energy as the biggest single source of carbon emissions uh, back then to include transport and food in the early 2000s because those three things together represent 80% of everybody's personal carbon footprint. And they're things that we can affect every day in the choices that we make. Uh, I also run a football club, Forest Green Rovers, rated by FIFA as the greenest on the planet, which is quite sweet. Uh, and we're vegan, which is quite controversial in a fun way. And uh, yeah, I do a bunch of other stuff as well. I'm a UN um, climate champion for sport. We're part of a program with them to kind of encourage sports around the world to to do the kind of stuff Forest Green have done and engage in environment issues. And, and through that, I actually reach their fan base of billions of people on the planet to get them engaged in the fight against the climate crisis. So that's what I do. I'm a bit of an eco nut, I would say. So there's a lot to unpick. So let's try and... Um try our best to try and do this in nine minutes and 29 seconds as the podcast will be. Uh, What is your lesson that you wish to impart on our listeners today? My lesson today for anybody starting a business or, or just growing a business, I would say it's important to embed the environment in your business, in your approach to business. Uh, because this is the way the world is moving. This is what people want to see. Customers of businesses now increasingly want to see responsibility taken for the environment by each and every business. Now is not the time to start a business that does not respect the environment. So for you, Dale, why is being environmentally conscious good for business? That's not why I do it. I'm going to say that first, and then I'm going to say this. Increasingly, 
people want to see the businesses that, that they interact with take responsibility for their own environment impact. It's becoming almost compulsory as a business to have uh, responsibility and to clearly be taking that. Um, so I think if you, if you don't have it, especially if you're starting a new business, you're making a big mistake. Um, now is not the time to be a business that doesn't take the environment seriously. There's a growing trend in public perception and public demand for that to happen. Tell me a bit more about the journey of Ecotricity. How did it come to come to existence? Thanks a deep breath. How did it come to be? Well, it's a, it's a long story. I'm <laughs> conscious you've only got nine minutes uh, or we've only got nine minutes. In a nutshell, and this is in my book. So I was a traveler for most of the 80s living on the road. Uh, by the end of that decade, I was using a little windmill to power my trailer. So I had experience of renewable energy. Found myself on a hill in the early 90s outside Stroud. Uh, I saw big windmills being built um, in, in Europe and the first ones in Cornwall in 1991. And I had an epiphany and I thought I could spend another 10 years living a low impact lifestyle myself, or I could drop in and try to try and build a big windmill on this hill I was living on and make a bigger difference that way. And, and that's exactly how it began. You must have thought that it was fate that someone as environmentally minded as you would be the chairman of a club called Forest Green. <laughs> That must have been written in the stars it's, somewhere. It's funny, isn't it? I had an email from a couple of people while Forest Green was in trouble, and and one of them said, you, "You've got to, you've got to rescue this club. It's got green in the name." And I thought, oh, that's a bit cheesy, though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So, Dale, football's been in the news a lot recently. Marcus Rashford, the Premier League, starting again in the middle of the pandemic. What do you make of the state of football in the UK? I think it's in a precarious state below the Premier League. Uh, Project Big Picture came came and went, didn't it, in the last couple of weeks? I hope it comes back. Yeah. Within that, there were some uh, very, uh, very important reforms of the financing of lower league football from the Premier League downwards. Uh, so I hope they come back because there's this huge gap in funding and it, it creates this kind of precarious nature which causes every year half a dozen clubs in the EFL to teeter on the brink or to go over it. So that needs to be reformed. Could you see the Forest Green Rovers model of being an eco-friendly vegan football club being replicated at the Premier League level? You know, big multi-billion pound businesses. Can you see it happening there? Yeah, totally. And I think, you know, 10 years from now, this will become more normal than not. You know, we're an outlier right now, uh, but this is a place we've been in before. We know how it works. 10 years from now, this kind of thing will be the norm. And the outliers will be the football clubs that do nothing about the environment. Do you have a thought on which Premier League club is the most environmentally friendly? Do you know? Um, no, I don't actually. We've been talking to a small number, probably two or three, that are taking some steps, uh, which are you know which are good. Um, I, I don't see a front runner, but I see a growing interest among Premier League clubs. But you know they're doing it for the same reason that I mentioned. Businesses need to do it because their audience is demanding it, expecting it. Um, and it's true across all walks of life, you know, this is the way the world is moving, which is a good thing. So now look, often when there's conversations about the environment, it does seem quite scary and people are a bit like, this feels like too big a thing to sort out. Do you have any words of hope for us? Yeah, absolutely. And this, uh, for me, is what my book is all about, because uh, the focus on energy, transport and food is about saying to people, this problem isn't that big, actually. It's about how we power ourselves, how we travel and what we eat. And we are in charge of that. Every day of our lives, we make decisions. We spend money on different aspects of that. We get to choose which way the world goes round. 
the power is in our hands to change that. Tell me more about Sky Diamonds. What are they? What's, what's that all yeah, about? Yeah, for me, this is really exciting. It's something uh, I had the idea for about 10 years ago. We began working on it seven years ago, and we just unveiled it, I think, 10 days ago. And it's using excess carbon dioxide from the atmosphere to make diamonds. We've created a process to do that. We've made the stones, uh, and we're just going into production now. But what really excites me about this is it's another great example of another way of doing things. This idea that living a green life is about giving stuff up, this is a great example of why it's not. At the moment, diamonds are ripped from the earth. It takes a 1,000 tons of soil to make a single carat of stone. We found a new way to do that. We can mine the sky. We can take something that we have too much of, carbon dioxide, and we can make something that we quite like to have, diamonds. It's 21st century technology addressing the climate change and issues of sustainability and enabling us to live the kind of life that we want to have. Dale, that's music to my ears because my partner is a vegetarian who's now flirting with the idea of veganism. She wants me to pop the question, if I can do it with a sky diamond, I think I've sealed the deal. (laughs) That's that's really cool. We, We probably have them out in the world in the first quarter of next year we're collaborating oh that's too soon dale come on i didn't i didn't want that quickly <laughs> don't let your partner listen to this podcast then <laughs> no, no, for sure well dale look thank you so much it's been so good chatting to you very yeah, very insightful pleasure stuff. i've enjoyed it thank you i hope that conversation has made you inspired to be a part of the change not the problem Thanks to Dale for joining me today and thank you all for listening. I'll be back next week with another insightful interview for your listening pleasure. 929 is a Fiverr podcast. Remember to subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts and be sure to tell a friend who you think could benefit from the lessons we learn. I've been Ishan Akbar. Thanks for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.